The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. Good afternoon, and thank you for joining us today. Uh, the Foundation for Excellence Finance Committee this Monday, April 25th. It is now 12.39 p.m., and I am calling to order this meeting. Uh, prior to us getting started, I'm going to have Steve talk to us about public comment rules. Thank you, Madam President. So individuals wishing to comment, if they're here in person, are able to do so during the public comment period. They'll be given four minutes, which will be timed. And those wishing to call in to the number to comment during the public comment period can do so at 888-382-9556. That's one 888 382-9556, and callers will be put on hold in a queue until the public comment period, which I will announce at the appropriate part of the agenda. Please note that when you call that number, it will say you've called city commission. That's because it's the city's line, but it is in fact for the finance. Thank you, Madam President. All right. Thank you, Steve. Um, President Calderon-Wesso here again. Uh, the next thing to do is to approve minutes. It's been some time since we've been able to meet, so today we're going to be approving the minutes of December 20th, 2021, as well as the approval of the minutes from our meeting January 31st, 2022. Do I need to call a separate motion for those, or? You can do them together. Okay. So, a uh, motion to approve the minutes from both December 20th, 2021, and January 31st of 2022. So moved by Director Carroll and supported by Director Rosensky. None opposed. So those, that motion is approved. Moved. Uh, the next thing that we have, actually there are no uh, reports and communications for today's meeting. So we are going to move right to the regular agenda of which people will help us with. Thank you, Madam President. We have again this year, of course, the annual financial uh, compliance review. And so in the background section of the memo, you'll see, well, first of all, the recommendation that we're looking for is including this in the annual report of the Finance Committee to the board at today's meeting. Um, and the background is that we have a requirement in the bylaws of the FFB to present a series of documents each year when they're available. Uh, and I'll note that a few of them aren't available quite yet just because the audit is not 100% complete at this point. But what we'll have is the Foundation for Excellence Income Statement, a year-end balance sheet, uh, a copy of the Corporation's 990, which I've noted here is forthcoming, and then the annual report from the city manager to the board, and then a reciprocal letter from the board treasurer to the city manager. And then what we also add to that is the annual report, which is the kind of typical visual uh, workup that we do for the public that includes the audit financials, as well as, you know, mission statements and things like that. So if you flip past the, the top-level memo, you'll see uh, first page you're looking at the draft labeled from the audit firm in the bottom right corner matters comparison. And at this point, um, I will note two things. One is that the original, the, the previous finance committee meeting that was scheduled and rescheduled to today had older versions of these documents. So there was journal entries that needed to be changed, which is essentially just what, what income is coded where. 
those changes were made per that draft recommendation. So you'll see in today's uh, updated report, those recommendations are now gone because of the changes. With that, CV, unless there's anything else I can, I can prep, if you could do a run through of sure. the audit report. Yeah, so I will do a run through of the audit report. Um, so you can see here on pages one and two, um, you just have the independent auditor's report, um, talks about their opinion, um, what their responsibilities and management are, and you know, when what they were looking at when they went through the audit. Um, all pretty boilerplate, you know, nothing outside the norm on this. Um, then I'll kind of continue, you know, page three, you have the statement of financial position, that's your balance sheet that shows, you know, what cash we have, um, contributions receivable that are on there. Um, you know, one thing I'll note here is, you know, contribution receivables are net of the current portion, which is listed at 39.2 million, and also net present value. Um, it's basically because the contributions are expected over 10 years, they value them as of today. I will say my team is still kind of going back and forth working with the auditors about some of these numbers. Um, this is one of the ones that we're kind of talking about because we received that contribution, the current portion in February of 2022. Um, so we're determining whether it's appropriate to fully net present value or to actually do any net present value on that since it was so close to year end anyway. Um, and a few other little things like that that we're kind of going back and forth, but materially the numbers will be roughly the same as what you see here. Continuing on, you see on page four, um, kind of the income statement, um, really in page four and five, I should say. Really, as you can see here, you know, everything, a majority of the expenses here are listed um, as invest, within the investment return. You know, a lot of our investment expenses are offset against the return. So those numbers show a little bit differently than how our um, quarterly um, investment reports uh, show um, but materially you know ultimately ends up being kind of the same way but just a little bit different than see it completely netted here um, i do have a few questions on total expenses there should probably be a few things listed here but nothing major i'm thinking like the annual audit expense that we usually pay for and that sort of thing um, continuing on they show us the cash flow which you know for us they're Everything was incoming, really not much going outgoing. Uh, pretty straightforward right now. You know, obviously as the foundation matures, you'll start to see these um, different schedules really kind of flesh out over the next coming years. Um, and then finally on pages seven through the end, um, you have the notes of the financial statements, which talk about a variety of things. Um, you know, simply the accounting principles and policies that we have. Um, any potential issues or concentration of credit risk. Um, to kind of some of the, a lot of these are pretty well required in boilerplate, but you know it's still good to read through them. Um, you know nothing that really popped out as being concerning. You know they kind of go into detail in note four about that net present value um, for the contributions receivable. Shows how they arrived to that number and kind of um, and that's why you don't just see a straight 400 million as our contribution receivable. Um, they also talk about, you know, other items such as like Note 5 having liquidity and availability of funds. Um, as you see, we're highly liquid. Everything that we've received so far is available and able to be cashed out. Um, you know, if our investments were changed, that schedule might change a bit. It all depends on what we, the investment committee uh, states vested in. But right now, they're, and everything that they're in is highly liquid. 
um, and then just kind of continue on with some fair value measurements of the um, investments on page 13. Um, and I guess I'll kind of pause here, you know, is there any specific questions to anything that was in the audit report or that I highlighted? I don't have any so far, thank you. Okay. So that would be the audit report. Um, and then as Steve mentioned, you know, they're kind of working on the 990, but they're waiting to release that until we have, we've settled on all these adjustments. And you touched a little bit about um, that information. There were some numbers that you were still working out. Yeah. Okay. So those, that would be the additional part of information that's not. Correct. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. And we, the submission date for nonprofits, was it, it was changed with the personal filing date as well? Uh, no, it's May 15th. It's May 15th. So yeah. yeah, it's always been that. So, our, our, yeah, so we should be settled and have this done by then. Certainly, certainly. <laughs> And then we would, at our next finance committee, present all that wrapped up and finished. The, the next two documents here, so uh, pages 23 of 38, the bottom right corner, that's the memo from the manager, which is the same as last year. Again, this is, in a sense, kind of building up the muscle memory of these processes because with this last dispersal, you know, we, it wasn't an endowment dispersal per se. So it's just kind of going through those, uh, laying out the way that the revenues came in and the way that the budget was uh, structured. Similarly, on the next page is the letter from Treasurer Carroll uh, reciprocating that, right? The, the endowment did pay out. This is still the operating kind of capital we have from external funding. Image you'll see kind of because that obviously the newsletter, the annual report is the next page. You'll see draft across it. It's really done except for the audit numbers. And once those are buttoned up, uh, which we'll know before the filing deadline, certainly finalize and get it uploaded to the website as we do each year. So under the new website, it's even easier to get to because we've got you know, experience on the website. We highlight a nice uh, photo from an economic development ribbon cutting last year. Um, there's a note from, from you, Madam President, that we uh, adapted from the newsletter last year to keep. And again, we just really show upfront in the clearest terms possible where the dollars are being invested, for yeah. what purposes. And of course, we have the listing of, of the 2021 current board members on the back. And of course, that description and call out for people to get involved. That would conclude the presentation on the annual financial compliance. And we'd be looking for just a motion to include that in the finance committee report at the board meeting. And um, with that, if there's any conversation. All right, uh, we're looking for a motion. A move. All right, moved by Director Chenty and supported by Director Carroll. Um, none opposed, so motion stands. Um, and then would uh, move to the report to the draft. Or yep, item D2 would be the endowment report uh, draft. And again, just the background here. So these are dated from December 31st. The FFBI has investment. So investment subcommittee 
meeting in the first quarter was canceled because of technical or I guess you'd say uh, procedural difficulties and they are they didn't make a, a makeup meeting so their next scheduled meeting will be in May um, so these are the last available numbers they're new to the board they weren't presented uh, this didn't work out so it's new information anyway okay uh, and still worth bringing forward um, and with that I can put on the spot again but you see yeah following the memo um, the, the report itself so I will jump in here so as you can see here um, at the end of the quarter we had hundred fifty million six hundred eighty three thousand dollars in the fund um, and the investments for the quarter increased 10.9 million or 7.8 percent so obviously a very strong quarter for the investments um, as we know the market's been very tumultuous since then but I like to get ahead of myself as we're preparing the first quarter of this coming year right now <laughs> um, continuing on um, you know on page 33 of 38 you can see geographic exposure um, to different asset classes that we're invested in you know we'll note we're 100 percent U.S. geographic disclosure or disclosure excuse me um, and I'm, you know, just to kind of reiterate as well, and I know this was a hot topic over the past, you know, six months. We have, we're not invested in any Russian or Belarus um, in assets, um, so we have no exposure to those markets right now. Uh, so that's, and I assume we plan to keep that because that, that is a very tumultuous market right now. Um, continuing on to page 34, kind of see the since inception return of. 20.28%. So obviously the assets have performed well and maintained their value. Um, so it's all looking strong and well. And then at page 35, we see, you know, just a breakdown of the different funds and how they perform compared to their benchmarks. Um, you know, everything a little bit behind benchmark in this quarter, but nothing, you know, significant or nothing to be too worried about at this moment. And then finally, on the last two pages of Report 3738, you see our liquidations and rebalancing for November and December. Um, November, we did a rebalance because we had received a contribution and we're finally able to get um, balance or get our um, asset class for real estate investment trust um, added to the portfolio. Um, that was a bit delayed because of just the time it takes to sign up with some of these firms and the processes and hoops you have to jump through. And then December, we always do. We typically always do a rebalance of assets just to get back within policy and targets. Um, it's kind of a hard rebalance at the end of the year, and you can see there that we ended the year, you know, right on all of our targets after the rebalance. Um, I guess any questions um, from the investment report? Do we have any? Thank you. So again, Madam President, we'd be looking for just a simple motion to include this in the Finance Committee report at the board meeting today. Okay. Uh, motion to include the uh, endowment report in today's. Yeah, board, board meeting. Board meeting. I'm sorry. At the board meeting. So moved. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Director Carroll and Director Mashensky. Okay, so since we are now at E, and it is time for public comment, um, Steve, would you like to let us know if there's any calls? Thank you, Madam President. So we, uh, to callers listening at home, uh, we will open up the, we'll give it just a moment if anybody still wants to call in at this point, and then we'll take it off of 
do not disturb and we'll allow calls through. We'll wait about a minute to see if anybody comes through. Again, that number is 1-888-382-9556. So, Carrie, if you can go ahead and take us off, do not disturb. Just a minute here. Based on the sound, it sounds like there's nobody waiting in the queue. Okay. Okay, very much. Public comment period is over. Thank you for that, Steve. Uh, now it's section F for board member comments. Is there, are there any board member com comments today? No, okay. Um, moving on then to G, I would say I would like to move to have this meeting adjourned. Thank you. Wonderful, thanks so much. Yeah. And then we go back to off, correct? Until next. Ah, what, on the top of the other tab. <laughs> like, there's a little, I know. <laughs> there is a little bit of a lag. <laughs> I don't even know if that's right.